Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Not Your Father's Data Center. I'm Raymond Hawkins, Chief Revenue Officer at Compass Data Centers here in Dallas, Texas. Today, we are joined by Bob Castigliano. Uh, multiple titles. Uh, the one that most of us would know him as is the Chairman and CEO of 7x24, but he also is President and CEO of Business Information Services. Bob, before we get into 7x24, we'd love to hear a little bit about you, uh, where you grew up, where's home, how'd you get into the 7x24 you know, event business, uh, but, but tell us a little bit about you before we get into what's going on 7x24 and, and meeting post-COVID. Ray, thank you for the invitation. Really appreciate uh, getting on this podcast. Yes, I was born and raised in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, I had uh, two wonderful parents, a mother who made sure... Uh, that every holiday had an Italian feast for a meal, and uh, a father who I was extremely proud of, a World War II hero. Um, he had a silver star for the uh, Battle of the Bulge, two uh, Purple Hearts, and a, a medal of uh, a bronze medal, uh, as well as a number of other decorations. Uh, my brother Lou, Stephen, and Ka my sister Karen, we all lived together. I kind of grew up as a typical uh, kid in Brooklyn, played stickball in the schoolyard, uh, baseball for St. Bernadette, uh, touch football, hung out in the candy store, uh, went to St. Rosalie uh, Elementary School, Fort Hamilton High School. I graduated from New York City Community College, which is now called City Tech. I graduated with a degree in electrical technology. I met my wife, Anna. Uh, we got married in Regina Pachis, which is a church that the Pope now designated as a basilica. Uh, we had four children, Corrine, Barbie, Robert, and Michael. We did uh, a typical migration of the time. We moved from Brooklyn to Staten Island to New Jersey, and today we live in Florida. As far as my business career, started out in IBM. I was a field engineer, uh, moved on in my career, uh, became the service branch manager for the New York brokerage branch office. At, at some point in time, um, one of my clients, Solomon Brothers, uh, gave me a, a godfather type offer, right? One that I couldn't refuse. And so I moved on as much as I uh, kind of bled blue I did move to Solomon Brothers and uh, became a senior operating officer uh, managing their technology operations globally. In 1990, uh, the founders of 7x24 Exchange, which at the time was called the Uninterruptible Uptime Users Group, invited me to a, uh, a dinner at Don Pepe's restaurant in Newark, New Jersey at which time they asked that I, uh, if I would entertain joining their board, uh, which I was kind of honored to do. I, I became president of the uh, board of directors and of the organization. Uh, in a few years, I became chairman. And then in uh, 2011, uh, I was promoted up to CEO of the organization and that's kind of where I reside today within 7 by 24 Exchange. All right. Before we get too sidetracked and, and get rolling down the business side, I do want to hang on to a few of the personal things. First of all, 
um, dad is a Silver Star winner uh, in World War II. Uh, we might do a whole second episode just talking about your dad and, and, and what he did to earn the Silver Star. So number one, thank you for his service and thank you for his heroism because uh, as a Marine vet myself, you don't win the Silver Star for just showing up. Uh, for those of us, who, for those of our listeners who don't know, that is one notch below the Medal of Honor. So it is an incredible, um, an incredible award given to anybody. So appreciate your dad's heroism. So want to highlight that one. Two, stickball in the streets. Um, I got to tell you that uh, I think you and I, 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 I might be the last generation that knows what it was to cut off a broom handle and play ball in the streets and yell car. Uh, and that, that was the, that was the immediate timeout. Everybody stepped off while the car drove by, and then the game picked back up again. I don't think my kids have ever seen a stickball. So uh, right. to me, those were fun, fun, fun days and fun memories, and 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 love getting to play in the street and play stickball and feel a little bit for. Um, I think I heard the average age of Major League Baseball's viewers is fifty four. Uh, so 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 I just I, I I hope the younger generation picks up on uh, what, what is the joy of, of big league baseball. All right. One other thing in your, your intro that I wanted to highlight. Did you tell me that in 1990, uh, seven by 24 was called the uninterruptible uptime users group, UUUG? Yes. My, uh, my it- legacy <laughs> to the organization was changing that name. I was just going to say, somebody <laughs> changed that. Who came up with uninterruptible uptime users group? Whoever did that, I, I see why they needed some leadership, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they felt the acronym was a catchy phrase that would uh, yeah, yeah. would get but, um, people. You're right, and they they wanted they wanted to be able to bring uh, CIOs and executive level people to the to the uh, event. And I told them, I don't think that's going to do it. Yeah. First of all, I'm not, I'm not sure uninterruptible. I guess it's a word, but I mean, that was quite the name. When you left that off, I was like, okay, he's got to have that right because that can't be made up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad to hear it's 7 by 24 which me and all of our listeners know uh, full well. So so before we dive into 7 by 24 I, I know I know you worked in the brokerage organizations but you started another business as well. So give us a little bit of the background on what you do at Business Information Services before we get rolling on 7 by 24. Yeah, so so Business Information Services uh, or Biz as most of the clients refer to it as is a technology services and consulting firm. Uh, and our main uh, clients, our primary clients are Wall Street clients and Fortune 500 companies. And we provide, we provide uh, consulting services, uh, mainly in technology and engineering. Um, and so we'll help staff companies with consultants or permanents. We'll do projects like uh, move a trading floor, build out a data center, uh, write disaster recovery plans, write a security policy, all of those type of project efforts. Gotcha. Okay. So, so back in technology, software services, integration, all that kind of stuff for uh, the big brokerage houses and the big financial firms. Got it. Yes. All right. So, so you, you were exposed to the guys who ran UGG um, uh, and, and they invited you to be part of the team in, the, in 1990. Uh, for those of us in the data center community, we know 7 by 24. We recognize it as, as uh, events run around the world. Um, let's take us back to 1990. I'd love to hear the story about how you convinced them to change the name. And then we'll kind of get rolling on what, what, what it looks like at 7 by 24 today. Well, uh, changing the name is just what I told you before. I joined in uh, 1990. The name didn't change right away. That changed several years later, 
but it was always something that I knew uh, as you grow the organization professionally and as it becomes a larger entity within the uh, industry, that that name had to change. And so, you know, eventually we kind of decided that was that was the way to go. So when did 7 by 24 start to host well, or in its previous iteration, when did they first start hosting events? I have to admit, I didn't know it was around in 1990. So the organization was founded in 1989. Uh, they held their first meeting in New York City, uh, and they had 16 attendees. And so they, that went on for a while where they had one event a year, typically held in either New York in a in a uh uh, a, a brokerage house. So that went on for years and, and the uh, meetings were typically held in New York City or in uh, New Jersey. I remember uh, events in the, the Radisson Airport in New Jersey where people were using a foil projector with a uh, with an extension cord that was run outside the room. So, you know, we've we've come certainly a long way from there as an organization. So, Bob, I'd love to do a poll on our podcast of how many people listening know what you and I mean when we say, did you bring your foils? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I bet there's a lot of people that have no idea what we're talking about when we say that. Yeah, um, so, but yeah, the, same, I, yeah. the same people wouldn't know, uh, you know, did you, did you hit a ball two sewers? That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Or they wouldn't know what we mean when we yell car. They would have no idea what we're referring to. Same same group. That's exactly right. right. Did you did you bring the foils or, and are they in order? That was another one. I'd always, did you check the order? Yeah, they're collated. Trust me, they're good. Okay. All right. So 7 by 24 gets going. We're doing early meetings in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, you, you give them, convince them to change the name. Um, what, what today? What what is seven by twenty four morphed into? What's the what's the how's the business changed? And and what's the mission of seven by twenty four today, Bob? The mission of seven by twenty four exchange is to be the leading knowledge exchange for those who design, build, operate, and maintain mission critical enterprise information infrastructures. Uh, the organization is also committed to the challenges of sustainability and look towards giving back through our social responsibility initiative. Now, we do that, Ray, because uh, through uh, we have a, a website, we have a magazine that comes out twice a year, and we have an e-newsletter that's monthly. But the primary way that we provide the information is through our conferences, which we hold twice a year. So as you talk about the, you lead us into those uh, conferences, what, 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 how does 7 by 24 define a successful event today? And, and I'd love to hear how it changed as well post COVID. What, what does a successful 7 by 24 event look like today? Look, to, 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 to have a successful event in any business, you need some kind of a goal. And our goal is to provide the premier conference in the industry. And the way we do that, our mantra, what we, uh, what we chant all the time is education, networking, information sharing, and a memorable experience. Um, those are the things that over time have, have changed a bit. Um, in education and networking and information sharing were always a part, but have scaled 
dramatically since the beginning. A memorable experience is something that started to take place in the later 90s uh, when we started to take uh, uh, the attendees to uh, some very, very nice uh, resorts. Gotcha. So education, networking, information exchange, and memorable are uh, what you guys uh, measure success by today. Well, that's that's what we want to deliver. Okay, that's what we want to deliver. I mean, I guess we would measure success by the attendees and the sponsorships we get. That tells us that people are really uh, looking towards our event, as well as the evaluations that we receive uh, during the uh, the conference. Gotcha. So, Bob, there's there's lots of events in the industry today. Uh, I don't want to name any of your competitors, but there there are there are other events that that host technology and, and certainly data center specific uh, uh, conferences. What, what differentiates seven by twenty four? Yeah. So let me say this: the conferences, and and I'm sure one of the reasons you're having this conversation is they're not they're not that easy to pull off. Um, many there's been a number, and I won't mention the names either of mission critical organizations that used to run conferences that do not run them anymore. They still exist as an organization, but they don't run the conferences. Uh, look, we, we look towards uh, four aspects uh, that we think are deliver the differentiation for us. The number one is the content. We, we always try to put together uh, a program that is of high quality, uh, with with top-notch presenters. Uh, the venue, where we take them, we go to four- and five-star resorts. And we do that because over the years, through our evaluations, it became very obvious where the attendees like to be. We also look at how uh, the attendees are treated, right? So at our events, which is a basically a two-and-a-half-day event, um, they all their breakfast, lunches, and all the nighttime activities um, are all included in the price of a ticket. And that ticket is less than any other conference of, the, of similar type of a two and a half day stuff. But all that is included. And, you know, you're at a four and five star hotels. You know what kind of breakfast and lunches and, and, and nighttime events they put on. So... And, and the thing we are most proud of and we really believe really differentiates us from everybody is how guest friendly we are. So if you attend the conference and you bring a guest, um, that guest is allowed to attend our welcome reception on Sunday night, the conference keynote on Monday morning, any nighttime events that we have, as well as the, uh, the Wednesday morning breakfast. And as an example of a nighttime event, so so we're coming into our Orlando conference in June. June 4th to the 7th will be one in, in Orlando. And our welcome reception will be geared towards children because the guests, they bring their, their families. And so we will have a, a man, on, a woman, man on stilts. We will have face painting. We will have animals, birds. You know, it's all geared towards the children. And on, on Monday night, we're going to take everybody to Universal Studios where they'll have dinner and beverages. And we close part of the park for the evening. So it's and that's all included 
in the price of their ticket. Uh, obviously, with the help of our wonderful sponsors, for sure. So those are the those are the factors I think that really differentiate seven by twenty four exchange. Gotcha. So 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 certainly uh, appreciate the, the all inclusiveness, the venue, uh, the, the speakers, who's there, the guest friendly part, right? Especially if you're going to go away for a couple of days, getting to bring your significant other uh, matters a lot. So so have experienced all of that, and and certainly understand the value, also the. Uh, the quality of what you get, food and, and where you are. Um, from a conference format perspective, what's what's unique about the, the conference itself that you guys do? So uh, the conference is, we have a spring conference, which is typically in Florida, and a fall conference uh, that is usually either in Texas or Arizona. Um, the conference has a conference keynote speaker. Uh, the conference itself is goes over two and a half days, with, uh, with nighttime activities that are included. Um, as far as uh, unique requirements for the conference, so we need a conference, we need a hotel that holds at least a thousand people, has at least a thousand rooms. So, because our attendees like to come to the hotel and stay there because of all the activities we have going on. They don't want to transport from one hotel to another. Uh, As we get larger now, that's becoming uh, more and more of a challenge. We also need a certain amount of meeting room space. So we need a ballroom, an auditory for our our speakers. We need a room uh, for lunch. We need rooms for breakout sessions. And in the fall, we have a Marquee Partner Plus program, which requires a big room for a big evening event by our premier sponsors. So that's that's also something that's needed. Uh, And then we need a ballroom that has a certain ballroom height, no chandeliers, because we have massive screens. The screens cover about 100 square 100 feet, and they go from 15 to 18 feet high. And don't forget, that has to be above a stage, right? So you get, you get pretty, pretty high. Um, and then the latest, the latest requirement, which is really something we've discovered over the last two years, is with the increase in sponsors, um, the space that we need that that's required for sponsors. And it's it's a little difficult because we're not we don't go to a convention center. So we don't have a separate room for sponsors. When you come out of the auditorium to take a break, when you come out of those doors, that's where all the sponsor tables are. Well, there's a limit to those. Right. And we also right. have we also have to deal with a fire marshal who is one level below God. So, you know, <laughs> Uh, and and so that's become something that we now have to uh, have to address. So, Bob, uh, certainly understand you're, you're not going to a convention center and you got to accommodate for all of those um, vendors and, and, and sponsors that are waiting to talk to, to your attendees. What about the conference program itself? Uh, what, what are key elements uh, from 7x24's perspective of the content you're talking about? So uh, we've always tried to have a high uh, profile conference keynote. So we've had uh, we've had uh, speakers such as uh, Jim Lovell, who is the astronaut in Apollo 13. 
Uh, we've had uh, former governor and now Senator uh, Mitt Romney. We've had business leaders like uh, Carly Fiorina, CEO of HP, John Scully, CEO of Apple, um, and sports figures like Joe Theismann, a uh, former Super Bowl champion. So, you know, we try to have a great conference keynote. We also have keynotes on Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, which we, we look to have recognized industry leaders as keynotes as well as session presenters. So that's, that, that's very important. We look to have the hot topics of the day, right? So through the years, it would be something like harmonics or watts per square foot or high density computing, client server technology, energy efficiency. Um, today, a, a lot of it focuses on sustainability, um, artificial intelligence or AI, um, and the, uh, the talent pool in the industry. There's a lot of focus on that these days. So that's what we look at. Um, you need, I mentioned to you before about the screens. In, we, we learned early on that the audio visual portion is extremely important and we invest a lot into that. As a matter of fact, if I call the audio visual team if I say that word, those words, they get a little upset. They, they're a production team. Well, there's 20 of them at the conference. People don't all realize we have people in the room, in the back of the room, taking, you know, view, filming as well as, you know, directing what needs to go on. And there's a slew of people behind the screens with computers and everything, keeping it all, all going. So... The audiovisual portion is extremely, uh, extremely important to the industry. Having great speakers, Bob, that you can't hear or see doesn't help. So yeah, I'm, I'm 100% with you on the, the quality of what you can see and hear goes a long way, for sure. Yeah, and look, uh, you, you have to, uh, we also pay great attention to detail. Uh, one of them is on the on the audio part. Uh, you know, you come to one of our conferences, you know, you don't see somebody banging on the mic going, you hear me, you hear me, where you hear that in a lot of places. You know, we learned to fix a lot of that after years um, of, of working on it. The detail gets to a level of, you know, we go to a hotel, we don't we don't want when doors open and close, we won't don't want to hear any noise, any squeaky doors or anything. Right. And that's one of the reasons we repeat hotels sometimes in the early days. This is one of the changes from what you wanted to know. Uh, we used to go to different cities. Right. A couple of reasons we changed that uh, one cities, uh, uh, their labor costs are off the charts. Two, the attendees wanted to uh, move to more resort areas. They taught, showed us that. Um, and then three is we got used to certain hotels. Actually, they got used to us, right? And so they knew our expectations. And as you work with them over the years, you know, it, it makes life easier when you go to a hotel that knows you, knows your expectation, and by the way, delivers on it. Very important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, get, getting people that you can depend on matters a bunch. 
So, so I think about these events and people all getting together and, you know, thank goodness, uh, I think largely the pandemic is behind us, but it has changed uh, the global psychology forever. How has the uh, pandemic, what did it do to change your business during the pandemic and what changes are, uh, have impacted you coming out of the pandemic now? So obviously during 2020, uh, we did not have any conferences as uh, did no one else in the mission critical industry have a conference in 2020. Uh, what we did do, we tried not to lose the focus on the whole year and we developed a webinar series, which continues today. And uh, we developed an e-newsletter, which is a monthly newsletter uh, that continues through today. But, you know, we certainly had some risks, you know, different than some of the other uh, conferences that are run. If you remember, I talked about we need a hotel with a certain amount of rooms, right? They don't just give us those rooms, right? We need to guarantee those rooms years in advance. So you could imagine we got a couple of large bills that year from hotels. Now, we wound up being able to negotiate away from the paying those bills, um, and, and move on from there. But that's, that's kind of what happened. Obviously, you know, uh, other, other organizations tried to do some virtual uh, uh, kind of conferences. Uh, but the reality is uh, we saw it in 2021 that attendees really wanted to come back to an on-site event. And they want to do that because on a... Uh, Zoom or Microsoft Teams call, uh, there's only, you, you get, the education is limited. The networking is almost non-existent. You know, information sharing is limited. And of course, the memorable experience doesn't exist, right? right so yeah. uh, so that's, that, that's what happened. And then we moved on from there and, uh, and had, the, uh, had a conference in, in 2021. Well, good. So you guys are back at it. And I agree with you. People in our business are anxious to get together and meet in person. And uh, I think we're all zoomed out a little bit. So uh, my, my kids joke, my, my daughter finished her last year of school at what she called Zoom University because they did all their classes online. I think we're, we're all ready to see each other in person. So, Bob, what, what, what role does leadership play in these conferences? And I'm specifically referring to 7x24's leadership. When, when the conferences are on, what are you guys doing? So leadership in the organization, uh, number one, they need to ensure solid financials. So we need financials that can weather the storm. So as an example, we had the coronavirus pandemic, right? We went through a whole year of very, very limited revenues, right? So uh, we needed to be able to weather that storm. And that's one of the things that the leadership uh you know, has to provide for us. So that's that's one. The, you, I believe this is my belief that there needs there needs to be a willingness to take a calculated risk, right? So, as an example, in 2021, we ran a spring and a fall conference. No one else in the industry ran a conference, and that was of some risk. There's no doubt about it because th- at that time the hotels weren't probably going to you know work a deal with us. Right. So it turned out that that was a a phenomenal decision because we wound up getting a whole bunch of attendees and sponsors 
that really might have went to other events, never came to ours. But once they came, guess what? We've kept most of them. So that turned out to be really, really something that was uh, that worked well for us. Also, leadership has to consider your limits, know your limits. Right. So we we thought about having an international event and we did a bunch of research on it and realized that the format we have just wouldn't work in other countries. But we, we could change that. But we decided not to do that because it's not us. So we didn't we, we just didn't uh, didn't do that. And then, of course, leadership. And when I talk about leadership, it's it's the board of directors. Right. Uh, they are obviously responsible for uh, for strategy going forward. So talking about going forward, Bob, what, what does the future look like for Sunlight 24? Look, we've had we've had some explosive growth. Right. In, in attendance and in sponsorships. Uh, and it's going to be important uh, to maintain the format that we have uh, going forward. And I would say that um, that's going to be a challenge because with the increase in attendance and sponsorships, um, the hotels can't handle the amount of space we need. They're not going to be able to handle uh, the attendees, the rooms for the attendees we have. So so what do we do? I mean, we could do a first come, first serve kind of kind of conference. We could do a uh, uh, a supply and demand pricing structure or we could do what we are doing now and we're researching because we already had have our hotels picked for 24, 25, and 26. But beyond that, we are looking for a hotel or hotels that can uh, handle our format with the increasing numbers we have. Uh, and believe me when I tell you, Raymond, it's not as easy as it, as it sounds to get that done. So that's, uh, that's, that's going to be a big deal for us. Uh, I would say... Uh, you know, conducting the premier conference in the industry, that's the number one thing in the future. Con continuing to do that um, and focus on that. And I say that because we recently had a banking crisis, right? And there are a number of business leaders who will tell you that that banking crisis happened because uh, the executives in those companies took their eye off the ball. And what I keep professing is you, you need to maintain laser focus on your core mission and your core business. So um, that's something extremely important in the future. The other thing is we just saw what can happen with an economic turn down. Uh, we need to look forward and say, uh, if something like that would have happened again, are we prepared? What What do we do? Do you have a virtual conference? Do you have a, a hybrid of some sort? Uh, do you do some kind of live streaming with maybe with the speakers and everything and somehow get that out to everybody? 
So look, we are experiencing, uh, we're at the height of the organization as far as attendees, um, as far as sponsors, as far as evaluations from people. So we're at a high point and, uh, and we look to take it to an even higher level. Well, Bob, I certainly uh, appreciate you walking us through, um, you know, number one, agree that, that you guys run a premier event and to see that the numbers bear that out is, is encouraging, exciting to see what the future holds. Love that you already have 24, 25 and 26 mapped out. Uh, let, let's hope for no more uh, interruptions to us being able to get together and meet each other in person with you. You alluded to it being networking. To me, that's the best thing about events. And I'm not discounting the, the sessions, but being able to be around my peers where we're all over the country and all over the world, meeting customers' needs, being able to spend time with each other and meet in person to me is, is priceless. And, uh, and getting to do it at, at premier events like yours uh, is so, so great. So we appreciate that from, from uh, a Silver Star stickball and the uninterruptible uptime user group <laughs> to, to where you are today. We, we covered a bunch. So, Bob, thank you for uh, joining me and, and talking a little bit about what 7 by 24 is doing and where it's headed in the future. We really appreciate having you. Raymond, thank you very much. Really appreciate the opportunity you've given me to uh, to talk about Seven by Twenty Four Exchange. And if you ever have a chance to come to an event, you got a complimentary pass. I'll, I will look you up, Bob. Uh, I think I know some of my team is going to Orlando. I already know that one for sure. I'll just uh, I may tag along. So thank you so much.